This is the Truth Network. The heart of every man craves a great adventure, but life doesn't usually feel that way. Jesus speaks of narrow gates and wide roads, but the masculine journey is filled with many twists and turns. So how do we keep from losing heart while trying to find the good way when life feels more like a losing battle than something worth dying for? Grab your gear and come on a quest with your band of brothers who will serve as the guides in what we call the masculine journey. The masculine journey starts here now. Welcome to the Basco Journey. We are uh, excited to have you with us today. I sorry to be laughing. I think I just watched the worst game of charades <laughs> I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> we, were, we were trying to communicate back and forth with the, the, yeah. the, the, the team here uh, while that was playing and not talking, and we didn't do a very good job. I don't think we communicated. But we, <laughs> <laughs> we did move our hands, and it was yeah. It was. Well, I'm glad you enjoyed it, Sam. Yeah, it was a lightning. Okay, uh, good. But this is a great show. We we got some awesome clips. We got clips from Shrek. Yeah, I'm excited. It doesn't get better than clips from Shrek. (laughs) Really? (laughs) Especially when it's so provoking as the topic that we have today, which is the golden rule, which is what we've heard all our lives. But I wonder if, you know, I, I was sort of provoked to go look at this just completely in context leave out everything i ever thought about the golden rule and just dive into it and read what it says and then what is exactly does that mean i'm supposed to actually do and and the the operating word here that i was trying to (laughs) say to harold it, it it doesn't say anything about treat it says do yeah it says Therefore, whatever you want men to do to you, do also for them, it's actually do also to them, for this is the law and the prophets. Like, wow. And so therein was a challenge to me. Like, I really had that backwards. I think it's in the context of how you were brought up to interpret it. Because even reading those words without looking at it completely differently, I'm always going to hear it the same way. I mean, I've heard that my whole life. I remember my mom saying it when I was little, you know, do unto others as you'd have them do unto you, you know, kind of thing, right? And But however I interpreted that as a kid without looking at it freshly the way you're going to help us do today, I'm going to still always interpret it the way I have been, which had been wrong. You know, for me, it was more of a... I'm not going to go do that to somebody because I don't want them to do that to me. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'd really like to show that person I'm angry right now, but I don't want to because I don't want retribution, you know, kind of thing. Or I'm not going to speak ill because I don't really want to have that come back at me type thing. And more of a, you know, don't go there. And that's not what the thing says. Right. Which is where I found myself. It's like, well, don't commit adultery, don't, and, and there were a lot of don'ts, but there weren't a whole lot of do's, and, 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 I, and I found myself in that same situation, but, and, and then if I didn't think of the word do, I thought of the word love, because it's supposed to be love your neighbor as yourself, you know, we, but the word love is not in that particular, you know, it's implied, like, like Harold says, but the word itself, is, it's not in there, it, but the word do is is right there to provoke you. Mm-hmm. So what's some some other ways you think people have misinterpreted this particular passage? Now, now Rodney, you had one before the show we talked a little bit about. 
Oh, yeah. It's real easy to, for me to say, to justifying what my actions are. So there have been many times in my life when I'm going to easily come in and say, well, I know the golden rule. Do unto others as you want them to do unto you. So when somebody does something wrong to you, oh, that must be how you want to be treated. Therefore, now I'm justified in treating you wrongly and just twist it up completely and come back at you. You know, you get twisted like that because you get fuming and you're like, oh, I want to be biblical and think that that because that is in your mind. Like you said, my mom said it many times <laughs> because yeah. I didn't treat people well. And so, you know, she kind of points it out very nicely. Yeah, well, it kind of lines up with the yeah. eye for an eye, tooth for a tooth. Uh-huh. Right? I mean, yeah, it's a, it's a golden license, not the golden rule. Right. Find what I find what I need out of it, so I can do what I want to do and justify myself. <laughs> the golden license. That's good. I like that. Yeah. Well, when we're talking about doing, of course, you read through the scriptures and you find all the places where Christ talked about doing, talked about going the extra mile, giving a cup of cold water. So it's not anything strange that he would say to do unto others what you would have them do unto you. But to me, it's a positive thing that it's looking for what can be done for the other person for their benefit, not looking at what I can avoid. But that's that's the side that I choose to look at it. Mm-hmm. And then there's the whole philosophy of, of today that you see out there. I'm going to do it to them for they do it to me. Right. <laughs> you know, I'm not going to give them a chance. You know, I'm going to jump on it and, and go there. But we have some great clips from Shrek we need to get to. And what's so great about the animated clips is you don't expect it from them. Right. You know, you just, you're not really expecting some deep life philosophy. But this is full of Especially today. from an ogre and a donkey. <laughs> Rob, you want to go and tell us about this first clip a little bit here? Well, <clears throat> you know, Donkey apparently has not had a lot of friends in his life. We don't know his whole backstory at this point, but we know that he feels lonely, and he's reaching out to this ogre for friendship, and the ogre really does not know exactly what to do with that because the ogre's made some agreements we'll talk about later in the show where <clears throat> if you put up walls... You know, nobody's going to be able to do unto you because you can't get to him. Yeah, and the only thing we know about Donkey, I guess, is the lady that had him took him to turn him in because he wouldn't shut up. <laughs> so it's not been a great, he's not had a, a great friendly experience so far. So we'll go ahead and listen to the clip. Tell you that you was really great back then, man. Those gods, they thought they was all of that. <laughs> then you showed up and bam, they was tripping over themselves like babes in the woods. See that? That that really made me feel good to see that. Oh, that's great. Really? Man, it's good to be free. Now, why don't you go celebrate your freedom with your own friends? Hmm? But, uh, I don't have any friends. And I'm not going out there by myself. Hey, wait a minute. I got a great idea. I'll stick with you. You a mean green fight machine. Together we'll scare the spit out anybody that crosses us. That was really scary. And if you don't mind me saying, if that don't work, your breath certainly will get the job done, because you definitely need some Tic Tacs or something, because your breath stinks. Man, you almost burned the hair out my nose. Just like the time... And then I ate some rotten berries. Man, I had some strong gases eking out my that day. Why? Are you following me? I'll tell you why. Cause I'm all alone. There's no one here beside me. My problems have all gone. There's no one to deride me. 
But you gotta have friends. Stop singing! <laughs> well, it's no wonder you don't have any friends. Wow. Only a true friend would be that truly honest. Listen, little donkey. Take a look at me. What am I? Uh... Really tall? No! I'm an ogre. You know, grab your torch and pitchforks. Doesn't that bother you? Nope. Really? Really, really. Oh. Man, I like you. What's your name? Uh... Shrek. Shrek? Well, you know what I like about you, Shrek? You got that kind of, I don't care what nobody thinks of me thing. I like that. I respect that, Shrek. You all right. <laughs> <laughs> it's relatable, isn't it, Sam? <clears throat> Absolutely. Yeah, it is. And and I think that's what makes it so funny is you've, you've known somebody like that or maybe you've been somebody like that once in a while in your life, and, 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 and it's real. It, it's just an authentic dialogue between people that you wouldn't awfully, often hear. Exactly. And, and Donkey is interestingly attempting to meet a need he has, but he's actually doing something to meet the need that, that Shrek has, that Shrek is going to find a while before he realizes he has it. Yeah, and they're not, they're not a lot different <coughs> in some ways. You know? And I think Donkey probably sees that more so than, than Shrek does. And, and I really think that Jesus was getting at something here that I only saw recently, that by doing for other people, he's putting you into community, right? In order for me to, or, or you, you know, you went to Vin, visit Vinny in, in the nursing home um, yesterday. Mm -hmm. And like, wow, I, I, you know, that's pushing into community, but had you sat back before you went to your first boot camp, you know, you had a Shrek thing going on. You had kind of a wall. <laughs> oh, yeah. I definitely did. And, you know, and the thing is, it, it feels safe behind that wall. Yeah. But there's no life behind the wall. That's the trade-off. And, and so, you know, if, as we move further into this, you know, obviously Donkey has to have a discussion with Shrek uh, about the wall. And so, so this is where he talks to him about being alone. Right, exactly. Hey, Shrek, what we gonna do when we get out of Swamp anyway? Uh, our Swamp? You know, when we through rescuing the princess and all that stuff. We? Donkey, there's no we. There's no our. Mm -hmm. There's just me and my Swamp. And the first thing I'm gonna do is build a ten-foot wall around my land. You cut me deep, Shrek. You cut me real deep just now. You know what I think? I think this whole wall thing is just a way to keep somebody out. No. Do you think? <laughs> Are you hiding something? Never mind, donkey. Oh, this is another one of those onion things, isn't it? No, this is one of those drop it and leave it alone things. Well, why don't you want to talk about it? Why do you want to talk about it? Well, why are you blocking? I'm not blocking. Oh, yes, you are. Donkey, I'm warning you. Who are you trying to keep out? Just tell me that, Shrek. Who? Everyone, okay? Oh, now we're getting somewhere. Oh, for the love of Pete. Hey, what's your problem, Shrek? What you got against the whole world anyway? Huh? Look, I'm not the one with the problem, okay? It's the world that seems to have a problem with me. People take one look at me and go, Ah, help, run! A big, stupid, ugly ogre. They judge me before they even know me. 
That's why I'm better off alone. The Alex. agreements in there are just like, oh my goodness, I'm better off alone. I'm a big, ugly ogre. You know, unfortunately for that, I, I see myself in all those agreements. Yeah. <laughs> I, I know I've said them. Well, and I think that there's times in our life we still try to isolate and do that. I mean, you can think about our, our greater community and how I think several of us over the times of, if not physically tied to, tried to isolate from, from the group, we've emotionally tried to isolate. You know, I really don't want to even talk about this right now. You know, I don't want to enter in. Unfortunately, the group doesn't let us. I think you're blocking, Sam. I, I am blocking. <laughs> Maybe I need a boot camp, Robbie, you know? And the good thing is we do have a boot camp coming up November 7th through 10th. Go to masculinejourneyradio.org to register for it. And again, it's going to be a great time for God to come and expose some of these agreements to lead you to some healing and have a great time with other guys. Go register now, masculinejourneyradio.org. Robbie Dillmore here, and the Truth Network podcasts have helped make my pillow the company it is today. And now Mike Lindell, who by the way I've met and is a great guy, the inventor and CEO of my pillow, wants to give back to our listeners. For the first time, you can get deep discounts on all my pillow products if you go to mypillow.com right now and click on the new radio listener specials. Who never thought that my dream job would be selling my pillows? <laughs> Maybe you're getting tired of these sleeping jokes, but you can get deep discounts on my pillows, mattress toppers, bed sheets, and so much more. For example, the body pillow is regularly $89.99, but with a promo code GETTRUTH, it's only $29.99. Remember, all MyPillow products come with a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. Just go to MyPillow.com and click on the new radio listener specials and get deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the body pillow for only $29.99. Enter promo code GETTRUTH or call 800-942-9613 for these great radio specials. Hi, this is Sam with Masculine Journey. I'm here with my son, Eli. We're going to talk about ways that you can help support the ministry. One way you can go to smile.amazon.com. There's information on our website there on how to do that. Then you can go to facebook.com where you can click the donate button. Or you can go to masculinejourneyradio.org. Once again, look for the donate button. Or if you want to mail something in, mail it to PO Box 550, Kernersville, North Carolina, 27285. What God does at Masculine Journey Radio Boot Camp. When I first got here, I was kind of closed off. Didn't really want to talk to anybody because I thought it was stupid. I didn't believe. I'm not going to lie to you. I feel like each person who spoke kind of chipped away at this feeling I was having and chipped away at this mask I was hiding behind. I've never heard anybody speak about God and Jesus and the way we're supposed to feel like you guys have this weekend. Coming November 7th through the 10th, go to MasculineJourneyRadio.org and register today. You'll never know if you don't go You'll never shine if you don't glow Hey now, you're an all-star Get your game on, go play Hey now, you're a rock star Get the show on, get paid That, if you did not know it, is actually the theme song to Shrek, which is actually quite fitting because, you know, in Donkey's own way, you know, he's calling out Shrek throughout the thing, and and and... He doesn't take no for an answer. I mean, he he keeps coming as a friend in spite of the rejection, even though he was cut deep, Sam. He was cut deep. <laughs> Very deep. And I don't know if, you know, I'm hoping that at some point in time you have been in a community like this or, or, you, or you would look forward to a community like this. But one of the things that will invariably happen is 
some misunderstanding, some miscommunication. Satan will get in there, and he will have something that you think was said a certain way, but it was completely something different. And what's happened here to set it up? Well, it's really any relationship's going to face that. Yeah, that's true. So if you're in life, yeah, you face this. <laughs> you face but in this case. Shrek has overheard Donkey and Fiona, which is, if you've not seen Shrek, why not? But Fiona is a, a woman slash ogre princess who is beautiful but turns into an ogre at night. And so she was talking about herself being an ugly creature. She overhears Donkey and um, Fiona talking. And so Shrek thinks that Donkey has stabbed him in the back and called him an ugly ogre. But when, in fact, Fiona was talking about herself, and so... Donkey now, he really handles this very well, mm-hmm. and, and and you see the situation that how many of these am I in right this minute where I really need to forgive somebody or I need to call out forgiveness like Donkey does here with Shrek? Donkey? What are you doing? I would think of all people you would recognize a wall when you see one. Well, yeah. But the wall's supposed to go around my swamp, not through it. It is, around your half, see? That's your half, and this is my half. Oh, your half. Hmm. Yes, my half. I helped rescue the princess. I did half the work. I get half the booty. Now hand me that big old rock, the one that looks like your head. (laughs) Back off. No, you back off. This is my swamp. Our swamp. Let go, donkey. You let go. Stubborn jacks. Smelly ogre. Fine. Hey, 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 come back here. I'm not through with you yet. Well, I'm through with you. Uh-uh. You know, with you, it's always me, me, me. Well, guess what? Now it's my turn. So you just shut up and pay attention. You are mean to me. You insult me and you don't appreciate anything that I do. You always push me around or pushing me away. Oh, yeah? Well, if I treated you so bad, how come you came back? Because that's what friends do. They forgive each other. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You're right, donkey. I forgive you. For stabbing me in the back! Oh! You're so wrapped up in layers, onion boy, you're afraid of your own feelings. Go away. See? There you are, doing it again, just like you did to Fiona. And all she ever do was like you. Maybe even love you. Love me? She said I was ugly. A hideous creature. I heard the two of you talking. She wasn't talking about you. She was talking about... Uh, somebody else. She wasn't talking about me? Well, then who was she talking about? Uh-uh, no way. I ain't saying anything. You don't want to listen to me, right? Right? Donkey. No. Okay, look. I'm sorry, all right? I'm sorry. I guess I am just a big, stupid, ugly ogre. Can you forgive me? That's what friends are for, right? Right. Friends? Friends. Yeah, that's, you know, it's a beautiful scene. And in in so many different ways, you know, Donkey's building his wall, but in his heart he's still coming after Shrek. And and he is really doing something unto him that, that is... You know, not just doing for him. He's he's befriending him, and and you know, how cool is that when somebody comes after you with that kind of friendship, with that kind of loyalty, with that kind of um, availability? I think what you you find in Donkey that you only find in really deep friendships and, and people that 
are comfortable in themselves is the ability to step out and speak authentically without an agenda. You know, in the, in the clip right before this one, when he's talking about being alone, I mean, Donkey's completely going after him, going after his heart, and he won't let it go. Not because Donkey wants something, but he, other than he wants freedom for Shrek. And I think that's really, really cool that, yeah, Donkey wants a friend in Shrek, but that's not what I see anyway. And in in it is, is the motive. The motive is I want my friend to have freedom from this, this agreement, this vow, this thing that's keeping him hostage. Well, what Donkey understands is that to have friends, you got to be a friend. True. And he wants him to be an all-star, or, you know, just like yeah. he can get paid. Hey, now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I as, as I was challenged by this verse of what could I do for others, what, whatever that other may be, that I was, you know, what could I literally do, God? You know, pray, what, what would I do that I really, really would want you know, my friends to do for me. And as I thought about that personally, it was to spot my glory, where I reflected God, something that that really where you saw me entering into my relationship deep with God and pushing me in that direction. Um, and so I looked for a movie clip and I found this one um, from the movie The Blind Side. And this lady had taken... Um, young or into her house and you know and and she got to know him a little bit and she was pretty um outspoken (laughs) as he got a chance to play football i guess for those of you have not seen the movie the guy's about 610 about 400 pounds he's a giant guy but he's not playing very hard at the point that we take up this particular clip and so figuring out where his glory was she she not only figured it out called it out and it's pretty awesome You got a hundred pounds on Collis and you can't keep him out of our backfield. Hold your block until the whistle blows. Hold it. Baby, wash my stuff, all right? Okay. Well, at least it looked good coming off the bus. I'll be terrified till they realize he's a marshmallow. <laughs> Looks like Tarzan plays like Jane. Give me a minute, Bert. We're in the middle of practice, Leanne. You can thank me later. Come Michael, do you remember when we first met and we went to that horrible part of town to buy you those dreadful clothes? And I was a little bit scared and you told me not to worry about it because you had my back. Do you remember that? Yes, ma'am. And if anyone tried to get to me, you would have stopped them, right? And when you and SJ were in that car wreck, what did you do to the airbag? Stopped it. You stopped it. You stopped it. This team is your family, Michael. You have to protect them from those guys, okay? Listen, Tony here's your quarterback, all right? You protect his blind side. When you look at him, you think of me, how you have my back, how you have his. Okay? All right, Tony, go back. All right. Oompa Loompa here is your tailback. When you look at him, you think of SJ and how you'd never let anyone or anything hurt him. You understand me? All right. Go back. Got it? What about Collins and Mr. Tui? Fine. They can be on the team, too. Are you going to protect the family, Michael? Yes, ma'am. Good boy. Then go have some fun. Yelling at him doesn't work, Bert. Doesn't trust men. In his experience, they pretend to care about you till they disappear. Want to run a play? Go! 
Okay. What did you say to him? You should get to know your players, Bert. He tested 98% in protective instincts. I said you could thank me later. It's later, Bert. <laughs> I just love that. It's just beautiful. She knew his glory. Mm-hmm. And she, you know, called it out. Now, I wish there would have been a clip like that where you would have seen her pray it into it and, 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 and actually kind of push him towards God in his glory, you know, to get the full extent. But I didn't think of a movie like that that would, would fit the bill. But that's, if, if I could do that for my friends, because it truly is, you know, wow. Yeah, I think it's, there's so many things that when you walk closely with one or more, people and you truly have that deep friendship that you do rely on that other person to call you out in ways to call you out when you're being an idiot, you know, and you're, and you're not seeing things clearly or to speak truth into your life, to speak hope into your life. I mean, there's all these things that, that God allows us to do for one another, but we just have to be willing to step in and do. Yeah. And he makes such a complete statement there. And he says, this is the whole law and the prophets. I mean, this is the whole enchilada. This is the whole deal is, is for you to do, you know, something for your name, to literally do something, and, and there you get the whole deal, which for them, the, the law and the prophets is the word mitzvah. It has to do with the way. You know, so when a Jewish boy turns 13, he has a bar mitzvah, and bar meaning the, the, the Hebrew term for son. And so it's like son of the mitzvah. Well, who's the son of the way? I mean, the, Jesus was the way, the truth, and life. And so here he's giving you the way, and it's very succinct, and he's giving it to you in your one little package, and he's saying right here, here it is. So how do we practically do that in our lives i mean what all right so now we know a little bit more about it what do we do differently or what do we do more of the same of that we were doing a little bit of before right because it's it's what do you do with the knowledge now get off the couch you know we it's easy to sit on the sidelines and not you know mrs tui she's just could have sat there and just said that dumb coach he doesn't know what he's doing she entered in you know we are going to have to take risk in our lives. We are going to have to put ourselves out there a little bit and go do something. You may have to tell somebody something they don't like, like Donkey and Shrek, you know, going on and arguing and fighting a little bit. But you're going to have to enter in. You're going to have to take some action. Yeah, willing to take risk, mm-hmm. right? Willing to step yep. out and speak truth and love. You know, yeah. maybe <clears throat> we're not that far off when, when God says, you know, love your neighbor. Uh, maybe that's just the action of it, right? The, the whole action, as Her- Harold was saying earlier, is the doing part. I'm going to yeah. go demonstrate that love through doing. Yeah, how would I know if I was to be observing what was going on? How would I know that you loved? That's well, the do. I'm sure that prayer is involved completely yes. in trying to find out from God both and also pray for that person and hope that he'll you know, give you some idea of how to do that. And speaking of prayer, pray for coming to the boot camp. Absolutely, and 
Let's pray for you real quick. God, I just pray right now for the listeners that you would lead their hearts into this topic and lead people in their lives to lead them through things as well. It's in your name I pray. Amen.